Things are getting a little bit crazy now. It's getting very, very, very aggressive. And the reason why it's getting very aggressive is because yesterday, phase one of the bull market ended and we moved into phase two of the bull market. Now, this phase is going to be much, much, much more aggressive. You're going to be trading altcoins. Your altcoins are going to be moving. You're going to be rich. You're going to be euphoric. You're going to get a little bit anxious. You're going to make a lot of money. Today, I'm going to show you exactly when the altcoin run starts in this phase. I'm also going to show you what this phase actually means. And I'm actually going to show you which altcoins are going to run because it's a whole different set of altcoins that are going to run in phase two. In phase one, we had all the new shiny objects running, Celestia, Dimension, and all that. Phase two is a very different phase. I'm going to show you exactly the altcoins that already have started running. And then at the end of it, I'm going to show you how I made like $6,000, just like made $6,000. And I'm going to show you how you can make $6,000 too, maybe. So it's going to be a big show. Let's have some fun, guys. It's a big one today. It's a great technology, so I think we see a dog with hat ETF coming soon. I love the dog and I love the hat. Dance out, cheat out, share There is no second best. There is no second best crypto asset. That's why I'm the first. Don't you stay about the first. I'm not fucking selling. Yes, man, that's the phase of the bull market that we're in now. We're, we're, in, we're in that phase of the bull market. I don't, I don't know how you guys feel, but to me, that's exactly what it feels like right now. That's exactly what it feels like. So listen, guys, welcome back. We've got another big show for you uh, today. Yesterday was one of our biggest shows. So if you were here yesterday, thank you very much for joining. Uh, if you just joined us for the first time, well, welcome, welcome, welcome. You joined at exactly the right time. It's the, it's the crazy stage of the bull market. We're moving into phase two, and I'm going to show you exactly what phase two is about. I'm going to show you the altcoins that are running. I'm going to show you why it's getting so euphoric out there. I'm going to show you what the signs are. There's so much to talk about today. And I'm going to talk about a couple of altcoins later in the show. So listen, if you are new to the channel, subscribe to our channel. Join the Banter Fam, probably the best fam in the world. Uh, our mission here to build the most profitable community in the world. And we ain't going to stop until we build the most profitable community in the world. If you're one of the veterans, well, smash the like button, get into the chat, make some noise. Let's have some fun. We've got lots to talk about today. I do see you, Gabby. I see you, Kenny. I see you, Tokyo. I see you, Dave Digital. I see, I see everybody in the chat. We've got a lot to do today. So let's go. I was going to say a very bad word, but I'm not going to say that word because then the YouTube is just going to get us banned again. We don't want to get banned again. So, uh, getting crazy out there, getting crazy out there. We're over 63,000. The all-time high is, I mean, it's a pubic hair away. I mean, there's not, there's like really, between us and the all-time high is 7.29%. Literally, we are 7.29% away from the all-time high. If you look at the monthly close, if we were to close now, let's just say, hypothetically, we were to close now, we would close at the highest monthly close in the history of Bitcoin, a $20,000 God candle in the monthly close, which is crazy. In fact, it's so crazy that I actually want to see it for myself. I don't want to look at other people's tweets. I actually want to see it. Wow. Okay, that's, that doesn't look so good. Let's just, let's, let's drag it out a little bit. Let's drag it out a little bit. Let's drag it out. I've got to see this. I've got to see this monthly. There it is. I can see it. 
I can see that there it is. There's that monthly candle. Let me just move this distraction for us. It's a $20,000 uh, monthly candle. And if we close here, that's what's going to happen. Now, what's causing all this craziness is these guys. Okay, it's the ETFs. The ETFs, the ETF providers are getting an insatiable demand for Bitcoin. I mean, just look at these volumes. 7.69 billion. The previous record was 4.66 billion. This, like, the, the higher the price goes, the more they want Bitcoin. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's the exact opposite psychology of us that are sitting here, which all bought uh, uh, Bitcoin much earlier. These retail investors, the more they see the price go up, they're so retail-centric, they're so boomer-centric, they're such retards that what they're doing right now is they are buying our bags from us. That's what they're doing. And you can see they just can't get enough of our bags. In one day yesterday, we got $676 million. And I think of that, I think BlackRock, uh, I bet, was, was one of the biggest ones. Now, I just want to, see, I just want to show you something. You want to, you want to know what real volume is? Yesterday, IBIT did more volume than the QQQ. The QQQ is the, is the NASDAQ ETF, effectively. IBIT did more volume than the QQQ. Let that sink in for a second. Let that sink in that, um, that, that, that that's what's going on at the moment. In just over a month, BlackRock and uh, Fidelity have got themselves 250 thousand bitcoin under management which is more or less what microstrategy have got in just over a month who who would have thought that this is where we are who would have thought that we, we see this acceleration and what you see Raul paul saying he's saying the reflexivity of the launch of the bitcoin etf number go up more buying of the etf number go more up therefore more buying of the etf therefore number go more up therefore more buying of the etf it's exactly the psychology that we're staying away from. He says it's like a super massive black hole of RIA allocations and they have 8 trillion under management so we can play this game for a while. The, then we add the ETH ETF into the equation and there are two fun games for RIAs to play. Then retail investors will begin to come back above all-time highs. Coinbase has 100 million plus users and only 10 of them are currently active. The more crypto-familiar people will go on uh, uh, Altastic. Then, as the size and overall market increases, it brings the institutions who are still missing from the equation. Welcome to the banana zone. This is pretty much where we're at at the moment. And we haven't even started because it's only yesterday that both UBS and Morgan Stanley um, are saying that they're going to, um, they're going to uh, platform multiple Bitcoin ETFs for their users in March. UBS says... Client questions and appetite are unavoidable at this point, moving up our timeline. Morgan Stanley says, the normal 90-day process for us to add new products looks like it's going to have to shorten to a 45-day process. We're causing havoc. We're literally causing havoc in TradeFi. And this havoc is now making the OTC desks almost run out of Bitcoin. I mean, I don't know if you saw this, but the OTC desks literally are running out of Bitcoin. So these are all Bitcoin that are starting to be bought on the market. And the more they talk about Bitcoin, the, the more the numbers go up, the more they talk about Bitcoin. I know it sounds crazy, but that's how it is. Instead of buying and talking about it when the price is low so that you can buy it and you can actually make money like we did, what the normal retail mentality is doing is it is going, well, the more the price goes up, the more we should talk about it. Therefore, the more excited we should get people. Therefore, the more the price will go up. This is what's going on on Mainstream. Well, hi, everybody. Good evening here. Good afternoon out west. I'm Brian Sullivan. All that and more coming up over the hour. But first up on Last Call, the Bitcoin breakout. It boomed today. Bitcoin briefly hitting 64000 for the first time in more than two years. Below that right now. But Bitcoin has been absolutely ripping the past couple of months. 
more than doubling just since September. It's not just a sniff from its all-time high. It's 68982 and 20 cents to be specific. It is inching closer every day. Mark, by the way, that number down. And here's what makes this Bitcoin rally a little bit remarkable and maybe kind of weird also. Bitcoin doesn't appear to be getting a lot of love from you, the public. We know that because of this chart. It is So this is what the boomers are seeing on CNBC. This is, you know, you guys are watching YouTube. You guys are watching people like us. But the normal boomer, the normal investment manager, they're watching CNBC as the ultimate source of truth. And they're getting this information. It's, uh, it's between that and, I mean, Jim Cramer, who's, um, he's never called it right, but listen to what he's saying. He's, There's he's, he's bitter. Okay. Suppressing. Never done for mankind. Do you ever? Are you ever on a Bitcoin phone? Watch him come here. I need you. I mean, what is it? Well, coming up. So some some of them are excited. Some of them are actually quite bitter. And it's not actually only the it's not actually only the 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 news that gets better uh, in the bull market. But you know what also gets better in the bull market? The memes. The memes are getting fantastic now. I don't know if you saw. I love this meme. Dudes who bought Bitcoin. So, but dudes who bought Bitcoin in 2021 at 60k, this is them right now. I love this meme. I, I, I can keep watching it a hundred times. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love the look on his face after. Yes, baby. And then I don't know if you guys saw this one. Uh, crypto ex-girlfriend when Bitcoin. Crypto guy's ex-girlfriend when uh, Bitcoin hits 100k. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is exactly what it's like. This is exactly what it's like. Um, so it's madness out there. It really is madness out there. And I don't know if you guys were watching last night, but last night reminded me very much of all the previous bull markets. You know what it was? It reminded me about all the previous bull markets last night. It was this. When I saw this shit last night, when I saw Coinbase basically saying, we're down, no customers are allowed. You can't trade. We, we, sorry, guys, we, we're closed. It reminded me a lot of the previous bull markets when all the exchanges just, just couldn't handle the volume. So what happens is the retail get so, uh, 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 they get so much FOMO that what they do is they all want to trade at the same time. All, I mean, admit last night you were thinking to yourself, oh, fuck, I'm about to miss this run, I'm about to miss this run, and you all went to try and trade. And the result is that, that uh, uh, Coinbase got large surge of traffic, and basically the exchange went down, users saw zero balances across the accounts, and they wreaked havoc, and they weren't the only ones that were down. Uh, they posted this on their website that there was a big problem and you can see that there was actually a huge outage on Coinbase. And Brian Armstrong says, look, apps are recovering. We had modeled a 10x surge in traffic and load tested it, but this exceeded that number. He says it's expensive to keep over-provisioned services, but we'll need to keep that working uh, on, and we'll have to keep working on auto-scaling solutions and killing any remaining bottlenecks. Thanks for bearing with us. Now, a lot of people were like, oh my God, oh my God, what's going on? But actually, if you've been in this space for more than one cycle, then I was watching this and I was going, yeah, baby, bull market's back. Because when the exchanges actually start going down, that means that the bull market is actually back. That's your real confirmation that the bull market's actually back. And I'm not the only one who saw it. I mean, I, I did say this down, Coinbase is, Coinbase is down. Everyone was panicking. I was, I've seen this before. It's full tilt bull, uh, bull market. Um, I mean, when it happened, when it happened, when this, when this Coinbase dip happened, you see that this, we started to have wicks. We started to have these crazy, crazy, crazy wicks. And I'll show you yesterday's wick. Let me go to the daily. And you can actually see, let's go maybe get a better view of it on the four hour. 
and we can actually see the wicks from yesterday. So just look at the wicks yesterday. Look at the up and look at the downs that happened yesterday very, 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 very quickly. And in those wicks, what we saw was we saw retail getting liquidated on the long side and retail getting liquidated on the short side. That's the problem when, when people were aping in and taking so much leverage. What, what happened was slight moves up and down, slight moves up and down will actually liquidate you. And so yesterday we had like $750 million liquidated. And it was both longs and shorts. It, um, uh, uh, both longs and shorts were getting liquidated. Now, there's two ways to look at this. For me, generally, when longs and shorts get liquidated, that's usually a top signal. So every time that, that I've seen longs and shorts get liquidated on the same day, that for me has been a top signal. But someone else actually said it differently. J- Jacob Canfield, and I respect this guy. He says, look, Deep wicks and sell-offs are almost always fuel for more upside in a bull market. The reason being is that wicks take out a, a, a lot of um, trader stop losses that create liquidation cascades into thin order books. What it also does is remove all the limit sell orders and create resistance. By taking out the limit sell orders, when people um, market buy back, it becomes much easier to pump the price. So you can look at it both ways. You can look at it both ways. You can look at it. Um, you can look at it as a top signal, or you can look at it that it's clearing the way for Bitcoin to continue to go higher. I want to add this to the top signals that I've got. High leverage, meme coins running, um, wicks. There's got to be some kind of pullback. And we'll talk about that in, in a second, when that pullback may actually come. In the meantime, let's focus on the good things. The good thing is that retail is starting to come back. Not coming back very fast, but coming back. I mean, I saw this tweet here. Uh, let me show you. I saw this tweet here from um, Ki Yangju, and he owns CryptoQuant. He's one of the founders of CryptoQuant. He said, look, retail is coming back, but not coming back enough. They're not coming back enough. Then you've got the Coinbase app. Now, you, you, yes, you know I'm a little bit obsessed with this Coinbase app, and I'm obsessed with it for good reason, because the last few times that Coinbase became the number one app, that's when the market, it was a frenzy, and the market absolutely collapsed. And so I'm watching it like a hawk in case it happens again. In the meantime, what we've seen is that it went on the 26th of Feb, by the way, we're on the 29th of Feb now, it went from app number 388 to the 27th of Feb to 277. That's 100 spaces in one day. And then it went later on, in, 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 um, actually the next day to 252, and now we're on 163. So we've made up 220 spots in the, uh, in the market. We've made up 220 spots in two days. The momentum is starting. The, the, the retail is starting to come back and they managed to, cr- to crash Coinbase. That's basically what happened. So what did the crypto bros do? What did they do? They start tweeting, sex down, dex up. I mean, that's such a crypto bro thing to say like, okay, well, we don't need centralized exchanges. We'll just go to decentralized exchanges. And the reality is that there's something there and I want to, I want to break that down. There's something there, there's, I want to break it down for you guys. There is something there in what they're saying. Crypto bros actually are going to decentralized exchanges. You can see it when you look at the metrics. You look at cryptofees.info and you can see that GMX did $402,000 in trading fees in the last one day. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because soon as the volume and the volatility go up, the decentralized exchanges are going to start making a lot of money. And for us, that is a trigger that decentralized exchanges, that these decentralized exchanges may actually be good buys. Because what's going to start happening, what, what's going to start happening is that these 
as we get more and more volatility, the fees are going to go up. As the fees go up, people are going to start going, wow, these decentralized exchanges are making a lot of money. We should buy the decentralized exchanges. And let's quickly just look at, at GMX. So let me quickly go to GMX. I am a holder. I've got, I've got a quite a big spot position and quite a big leverage position. $53. Now, I just want to show you where GMX has come from, just so you understand. So GMX has come from a high Okay, on this chart, and I think it actually has been higher, but of $91. So it's about halfway to its all-time high. Granted that there's much more competition, but just look at the fees. Yesterday, fees since 28 Feb, uh, $941,000. GMX did more than 1 billion volume in the last 24 hours. Um, So you can see that as these go up, as, as the usage goes up, new all-time high, $823 million in terms of volume, new fee all-time high, $728,000, new TVL all-time high. The magic here is that this is all happening with 3,529 users. Coinbase has 100 million accounts. You, you see what's happening here? Coinbase has 100 million accounts. 10 million of them are currently active. GMX has 3,529 users, and they're generating these kind of fees. So I don't think that we have to rush into these, but we should start keeping an eye on the decentralized exchanges, the perps exchanges that are actually making money. And you can see that we've broken it down for you as always. We made a a beautiful analysis for you, but the analysis starts somewhere over here. Let's look at who's actually making these, the fees. It's GMX, it's GNS, um, GMX, GNS. It is Quenta, it is Max, Max made 479, Vertex Protocol. It is Evo. These are the guys that are actually making the fees. So as usual, what I said, what I did, what I said is, let me just go in here. So we made a, we made a little spreadsheet for you. Okay. We will post the spreadsheet. You can post it after the show. Um, and you can see that this spreadsheet shows you the 30 day fees that these guys are collecting. And we'll keep updating this across the FDV. And what you're looking for is you're looking for high ratios because high ratios means that they under that, that they undervalued r- relative to their FDV. And if I look at this at face value, the one that looks the most undervalued is Max Protocol, and the second one is GNS Protocol. Uh, uh, sorry, GMX, Max, and GNS. Those are the three that look like they're undervalued. And if I look at it just simplistically on this thing and Quenta, simplistically the rest of them seem pretty overvalued. Now this is very simplistic because it's only, it's only taking one one uh, metric but important as the volatility starts going you guys need to start looking at these things look at these look at evo evo is obviously not pub- it doesn't publish it uh, here it is so evo is another one uh, which is growing v- uh, very very fast um yeah you can see you can see so that that is one of them by the way if you are a crypto bro and you don't want to use a centralized exchange you want to use a dex and it's not a perpetual desk dex you can use one of our sponsors it's smart dex Smartdex is an amazing DEX. You can change, you can degen into all your favorite uh, tokens using, you know, using ETH and whatever else. Also here, if you want to provide liquidity, there's no such thing as impermanent loss here. It becomes impermanent gain. So you won't actually like suffer from impermanent loss. I love these guys. I mean, I trade on them re- uh, relatively regularly. Uh, if you want to check them out, there is a link below. Just check them out uh, and let's go. And yeah, I mean, tr- try them out. Anyway, so that's one thesis. Which one thesis is in the next part of the bull market, look at the decentralized, um, de- decentralized perpetual exchanges. We know what happens. When they start making money, everyone goes, oh my goodness, these guys are making money. And that's when we start, that's when we start aping into, uh, that's when they'll start aping in. So preempt that, preempt that. Uh, another one. So 
I said to you guys that th- this, is, this one's important. This one's really, really, really important. I said to you guys that retail's starting to come in. And you could see it yesterday with, with the Coinbase crashing and, and everything else. But this is a different type of retail. There's a different type of retail that's also coming into the market. This retail is not the crypto native retail. It's not like us. It's not people that have Coinbase accounts and Binance accounts. It's people that don't have these accounts and they want to be aping in. And it started happening yesterday. And as as the momentum starts to grow, it's going to start happening again and again and again. So who are these people? And what kind of retail are they? Well, these are the people that are actually going to places like Robinhood. Okay, so there's a whole subset of people that actually don't trade on crypto exchanges. And what they do is they just go and trade on Robinhood. And they started coming into the market yesterday. And I want to show you how I know that they started coming into the market yesterday. So I wonder if we look at, at the bubbles. Let's look at the type of coins that actually landed up moving yesterday. One of the ones that landed up moving quite a bit yesterday was Doge. And I'll show you a couple of others that moved very much yesterday. It's these coins over here. It's Aave. It's Avalanche. It's Bitcoin. It's Bitcoin Cash. It's Chainic. I mean, just let's, let's just have a look here. Um, okay, so, so Aave was up. It was up a lot more. It started to come down. Let's look at, at Link. Link USDT. Okay, that, that one also, you can see the green, the, the green guard candle here. Then uh, BCH also had a huge, a huge pump yesterday. Why did these tokens all have this huge pump? There we go. Look at, look at that green candle. The reason why these tokens all had a huge pump is because these are the tokens that are listed on Robinhood. Now, what you'll notice about these tokens is very different from the tokens that we've been trading for a long time. We've been trading coins like Injective. We've been trading coins like Solana. We've been trading coins like Celestia. Those tokens all moved. Those tokens all had an amazing pump. The problem is that the mainstream investor in the United States cannot access those tokens. And I mean, the entry point, I'll show you just how big this entry point is. That is how big uh, Robinhood is relative to all their competitors. Just look at how many users they've got relative to all their competitors. It's a big deal. It's a massive, massive, massive deal. The thing is that the tokens that these guys have listed aren't the same tokens that you or I um, uh, uh, are buying. They've got last year's vintage garbage, not garbage, but you know, not like new shiny object tokens, right? They've got like Doge and they've got Compound and they've got Chainlink and Bitcoin Cash and Ethereum and Ethereum Classic and Litecoin. Now, I mean, let's just look at Litecoin because Sheldon came into my office today and said, uh, bro, Litecoin's running. Of course, because Sheldon trades altcoins. Um, he does. I mean, you laugh, but he, Sheldon trades altcoins. See, 10.81%. Who's buying Litecoin? It's these guys that are, that are starting to come into crypto. So here's the reality. Like it or not, if you want to preempt these retail investors, what you can do is you can start buying these tokens, Aave, Avalanche. Avalanche is probably a good bet because you're taking old narrative plus new narrative. Uh, Bitcoin, obviously. Bitcoin Cash, if you like that coin. Chainlink. Uh, Ethereum Classic. Stellar Lumens. None of these coins have actually run. I mean, let's just quickly go to Stellar Lumens and I just want to show you something. Now, if you're playing this game, you, re- you must remember the rules of this game. This is a, you're playing this game because you want to trade and you want to, you want to preempt the retail investors. Now, let's just look at Stellar Lumens. From the bottom of the bull market, from the bottom of the bull market, is up 77%. That's it. Versus Solana, I'm just going to show you like something here. Versus Solana, if I take Solana... Uh, from the bottom of the bull market. Remember, Lumens, Stellar Lumens was 77%. Solana's up 1,581%. These tokens haven't yet run. 
And then probably, like, let's look at Tezos. Tezos is another one of these. It's the old coins. But there's a trade here. And we've got we to remember that if these coins haven't run and the retail investors have no other exposure, to, no other way to get exposed to crypto, they're going to go for these tokens that have only moved 70 or 100%. I mean, listen to us, only moved 70 or 100%. But that's, I mean, we've become spoiled here. So there is a trade here. There is a trade here. It is almost the opposite trade as when, remember, when the SEC said that Solana, Cardano, and Polygon were securities, and then Robinhood delisted them, and then Solana went down 35% that day. I remember it was quite a black day, right? Solana went back to, I think it was like $13 that day. That's actually when I, I think I actually took a trade. So what you can see here is that the opposite trade of this is this, where what's left is what people are going to ape into. And so you should look at that trade. That's quite a good trade. I see my friend Dina she says, uh, she's, her name is Dina. She lives in Dubai. She always disturbs me when I'm doing shows. Someone should tell her I'm doing shows now. Dina, I'm doing a show now. Anyway, let's carry on. Um, speaking of which, Solana, remember Robinhood delisted Solana? Solana is on an absolute tear now. I actually took a position yesterday in Solana at $116. And when the wick came and it went back to 109 I thought to myself, holy shit, I'm, gonna get a, I'm about to get wicked out like an asshole. Why did I do this? Anyway, here I am. I look like a god. I look amazing, making huge money. I mean, I'll log into our portfolio. I've, got to, I've actually got to show you how well this portfolio is starting to do now. Because um, now, it, you know, it's all fun and games until phase two of the bull market starts. Let me just quickly 2FA this, uh, this account. And then we can, uh, uh, let me quickly 2FA this account so we can get in. Uh, hold on a second. Okay, we're in. So this account is starting to look really, really, really good. I'll show you some of the some of the transactions that we are, that we are making in this account and how well we're doing. So let's just quickly go to it. Uh, USDT perps. Here's some of our transactions, and this is after I took the Solana position. So okay, I've still got my short, which I'm burning the the singularity short. You don't want to be short in a bull market, but just look at look at some of the other ones. The Solana trades up six hundred and fifteen thousand dollars now. Um, the Rune trade is up six hundred thirty thousand dollars. The Bitcoin trade, I think, is up three hundred thousand dollars, three hundred eighty-nine thousand. The Arbitrum. So net net, I think this account must be worth like three million dollars now, three point two million dollars. Not bad. Started with fifty thousand dollars in last year. Not not a bad. I don't think it's a very bad performance. Um, so um, if you if you like the Solana ecosystem, um, Joe, our researcher, he. He says he bought Neon, and he says, I bought Neon here. This is a post from Frontrunners. Right now, you can't get into Frontrunners. It's absolutely full. Um, I bought some spot Neon here. I can't ignore the soul strength in the ecosystem. Um, the soul memes are distracting people from the legitimate protocols on soul. The thing got absolutely smacked and expecting people to realize it again. Still basically in range lows. Neon is the EVM compatibility on Solana. So it allows you to code an EVM actually on Solana. So that is... Uh, the Robinhood thesis. If you want to trade against the Robinhood traders, if you like the old coins, now is probably a good time to buy the old coins. Now is, now is a great, great, great time to start buying those old coins because that's all these Robinhood traders have to trade. You see, all these traders over here, that's all they have to trade. They have this list over here. Here's the list. Aave, Avalanche, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Chainlink, Compound, Dogecoin. Why do you think Dogecoin went like this? Because meme coins? Because Robinhood. That's why Dogecoin is finally having its moment in the sun. 
I unfortunately sold my, 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 um, my Dogecoin uh, and I deserve to be punished for selling in a bull market. Because if you do sell in a bull market, you will be punished. It's punished like a redhead stepchild. There's nothing you can do about that. It's true. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about the different phases in the bull market and this phase over here. And in this phase over here, we're going to get the altcoin season. I'm going to show you exactly when the altcoin season is coming. Uh, let me just get, get, get my chart here so that we can all see when the altcoin season is actually going to be here. But it, the altcoin run happens in this phase of the bull market. Let's we just go through the phases of the bull market. Phase one ended. We're now in the trenches in phase two. Let's we talk about the four phases and where we're at. Stage one was the rebirth. It's the exhaustion from the, from the, it's the cleanup. It's the exhaustion from the previous bull markets. Sparks of hope pop up, but then they fade. A new narrative arises, but are quickly killed by apathy. Your friends and media still focus on the bear market blurbs, all while prices are slowly, slowly, slowly recovering. That's where we've just come from. Your investments are down 90% in the bear, but they've gone up 5x, but you barely notice because you're actually still 50% below the all-time high. Only the deepest crypto narratives Natives who have seen two plus cycles realize that the bull market has begun. That's when we told you the bull market has begun. Most people are still in disbelief. That was the previous cycle. But now we've moved on to stage two, the excitement stage. We're here now. The bull market's officially ended. Your coins are all nearing all-time highs. Some have even blown past the all-time highs. Everyone in crypto agrees that we're in a bull market. It's funny, but your normie friends are just starting to text you. You're a weird combo of excited and anxious. Your stack is growing, but you don't feel like you earn enough coins. Your company starts hiring. You start ordering guac at Chipotle again. True. Life is good. All your crypto friends are winning. It's the calm before the storm. Okay, what have we got to look forward to? Because this is the, the exciting part. The part that we have to look forward to is the euphoria, where everything you own goes past all-time highs, where you become so filthy rich that when you go on vacation, you rent a convertible sports car instead of catching Ubers. That's where you're at. The market gets crazy. You stay at the best hotels. VCs, everyone becomes a VCs and they all announce $500 million funds. We all skip the DDs. We send anonymous cats on Telegram, $100,000 checks to get into ICOs because they threaten that it's going to close it. Okay. We're in the mainstream again. Forbes, Bloomberg, CNBC, they all love crypto. Then weird things happen. Fortune 500 uh, companies buy Bitcoin. Athletes start buying Bitcoin. Artist gets involved. Everyone starts to believe that it's going to go up forever and delusion seeps in. Then we go into, that's only stage three. Then we're going to stage four. Stage four is insanity. And I agree. I've been to stage four. It's insanity. Nothing in this makes sense. You've got more money than you've ever made in your life. You, no, no, no. It's wrong to say that, that you've you got more money than you've ever made in your life. You have more money than you ever thought in your wildest dreams that you would have in your life. Your friend who knows nothing about crypto launches a token. A crypto person buys a sports team. Justin Bieber owns a decentralized social platform. Crypto companies spend billions on marketing. Unfortunately, nothing is real. So basically, buckle up because the next 18 months are going to be the best 18 months of our lives. But we have to understand the four phases. And when we get anywhere near phase four, we need to get out. Here's my best advice to you in the next couple of months. This is where we're going to start talking about altcoins. First of all, be humble. You're going to make a lot of money. You're going to make more money than any one of your friends. And in fact, you're not going to be able to relate to your circle of friends because you're just going to have so much more money than them. And when you start talking to them about how they make money and how slowly they make money, 
And you might be experiencing this today. It's going to feel weird. You know, I've lost a lot of my friends. And the reason why I've lost a lot of my friends is because I just can't sit at another dinner and learn about how they're making 5.5% a year yield on properties while they're left to manage the property and hire a management company. It just doesn't make sense to me. And if they have to sit through dinners, listening to how they're making 5.5% and gloating about it, it kills me. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I just don't know how you guys feel about it. But remember to be humble. Remember to appreciate the value of money because when the market goes down, a lot of people are going to lose their money. Take profits. I mean, here's some, some very cool things. Control your dopamine. Write down a plan for buy, sell. We've already spoken about this. We're going to do a time-based sell. Compare your return on investment against your own goals and not against others. If you start comparing against others, you'll always get FOMO because most people only show you their winning trades. Remind yourself that unrealized gains are not gains. They're not gains. And patient hands triumph. Don't rotate from narrative to narrative. It's all the things that we've spoken about. But that's what the next leg of the bull market is going to be. Now, look, Rekt Capital, he says that we are like 30-something percent uh, in the bull market. But he's not taking into account the fact that we moved into this left-translated cycle. And that the ETH ETF, sorry, the ETF approval has basically replaced the halving. And so I think that this bull market is going to be a lot shorter. We can see it's getting a lot more aggressive. And it's going, it's, it's going to be a lot shorter and, and, and a lot more aggressive and a lot more fun. And you're going to land up making more money. You're going to be rich. You're going to, get, you're, going to, you're, going to, you're going to be anxious. And you can see it's going crazy. I mean, we, we printed a guard candle in Feb, 47.25% so far. The highest trading volume since May 2021. Bitcoin is now the fifth largest currency in the world. And it's almost catching up to silver's market cap. That's how this month started. It's going to get absolutely, absolutely, absolutely insane now. And we're going to get into an old season. And I'll show you now exactly where this old season is going to, where we're going to, where this old season is. I know it feels like an old season. If you look at the last week, just look at the candles. Are we up 120%, $30 at the moment? Uh, Pepe is up 151% in the last month. Bank up 104. I mean, it does feel very, very, very much like an old season. Uh, Whiff flying, ribbon flying, um, Arkham flying, Floki flying. It's, I mean, there's a lot of meme coin stuff going but it's a very different type of altcoin cycle. I don't know if you remember the old altcoin cycles, but in the old altcoin cycles, Bitcoin, when Bitcoin used to go up, Bitcoin used to drain liquidity from the alts. So basically when Bitcoin used to go up, the alts used to go down. And then Bitcoin would have to crash a little bit in order for the alts to, to start running. But I tweeted this last night and I said, look, notice how Bitcoin is not sucking liquidity from the alts on the way up anymore because we're in a new kind of cycle. Bitcoin is currently being powered by Wall Street, while the altcoins are being powered by us, crypto-native people, and crypto funds. Soon, I don't know about you, but soon I'm going to start selling some of my Bitcoin to get into altcoins. Because, yeah, I've got diamond hands. But listen, when Bitcoin gets to seventy and $80,000, um, I want to go, um, when Bitcoin gets to seventy dollars or $80,000, I'm going to let go of some of my Bitcoin. I'm going to start trading into alts just because I'm a, I'm a degen. And so are all of you. So at that point, I'm going to start selling my, my Bitcoin to the institutions. And I'm going to start, and that those Bitcoin are going to start powering what Matthew calls a Wall Street-powered altcoin season. And that's why this cycle is different. 
Because unlike the previous cycle where Bitcoin was going up, sucking the liquidity out of the alts, Bitcoin is not going up, sucking liquidity out of the alts. Bitcoin is going up and it is being powered by Wall Street and those profits are filtering into the alts without the liquidity being sucked out of the alts. And so we're getting into this Wall Street-powered bull market, Wall Street-powered altcoin market. It hasn't started yet. It hasn't started yet. Because from 15,000 to 64,000, dominance went, Bitcoin dominance went from 38 to 54%. That is what happened to Bitcoin dominance. And I'll show you a, a chart here. Okay, so Bitcoin went from, from 15,000 to 64,000 and dominance, let's quickly go to dominance so you can see it, btc.d. btc.d. So you can see that the dominance has basically been going up and up and up and up and up. Sorry, you can't, you can't see it properly. There we go. Dominance has been going up and up and up. And soon what's going to happen is the dominance is going to start coming down. Going into next month, I think it's time to part ways. Money will flow out of Bitcoin into altcoins. So I wanted to show you this chart over here, which kind of shows you the lag. So look here. This is the 2017 cycle. This is Bitcoin. This is altcoins. Notice how Bitcoin starts moving up here. You see how Bitcoin starts moving up here? Like crazy. This, the, the move in Bitcoin started on, in, uh, in September 2017. I remember that. My son was born on this crash, actually. Uh, and Bitcoin went down to like 3,000. And I remember buying trading while my son was actually being born. My wife was hating me. I was, she was like, hey, 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 honey, how you doing? Can you buy some alts? That's what I was doing. I swear, I've got the slips to prove it. I've got the slips to prove it. My wife was very unhappy with me. But I've got slips to prove it. Yeah. I actually bought him some Bitcoin. But look here. Look at what the altcoins did here. Nothing. The altcoins did not move. I don't want to move the chart. Wait, wait, let's do it like this so you guys can see properly. Look at the altcoins here. Look at the altcoins here. Nothing. But Bitcoin's moving up here. Bitcoin moves and moves and moves and moves up. And the altcoins have not started until there's a little bit of a correction. You see that little bit of a correction over here? That's where the liquidity flows out of Bitcoin. And that is when the altcoins actually start running. So if you look at the amount of time that it took for Bitcoin until the altcoin started running, 60 days, 56 days. Now let's look at the high. Bitcoin puts its high in over here. 19th of December, 2017, Bitcoin puts in the high. Let's, let's get our ruler again. Bitcoin puts its high in here. Altcoins put their high in here. Three weeks later, you see there's a lag. And I, I can do it for the next, for the, for, the, for the other cycle. I just, I don't want to start moving these charts around. Okay, I just started moving these charts around. So that, there goes that theory over there. Um, I can do it for any cycle that you want. I've been playing with these charts all day. There's a lag. There's about a 60-day lag between Bitcoin and altcoins. And because this cycle is actually moving quicker, I think that lag is going to be much less. So I think the altcoin season actually starts this month. I think in March, next month, I think in March, in this month's finished. Forget about February. It's gone. We had a great February, by the way. 40-something percent up. Altcoin bags that look like, like, like red roses. I mean, look at this. Look at these, look, I mean, look, look, at these, look at these beautiful altcoin bags. And there's not a single, there's not a single, I mean, okay, Monero is the only one that went down because it was delisted from all the exchanges. February was amazing, but I think now in the next phase of the bull market, the dominance trend has actually just started breaking and we're going to start going into the old season. Someone says, we're above 60K, 53 days before the halving. We haven't had rate cuts yet. We haven't seen a large uh, influx of, re of, re of retail yet. ETFs are stacking billions. 
this is going to be a wild ride. Actually, I want to just quickly see how the opening of the US market is. Okay, so we haven't had that frenzy yet today. We haven't had that frenzy yet today. It'll come. It'll come. Um, all right, so what do we do now? Oh, we're also getting meme, meme coins. I mean, just look at these. It's all about meme coins now. Everything is about meme coins. It's, it's a meme super cycle. And that to me, as I say, is a very scary time. It's a very scary time. And that's why I want to talk to you guys about what we should be doing now. And I know you, you come here because you want calls, right? I know you want calls. Um, uh, 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 I, I know you come here because you want calls. But I want to show you what, what my call is now. My call actually now is a very simple call. It's this. And I know it's not really why, what, you, what, what you want to hear. But I think now the hardest thing to do is nothing. Don't buy, don't sell. Just sit back and reap the rewards of being here before BlackRock and being here before the boomers and all the retail investors. If you start looking to get in, I said this to a couple of my friends yesterday who were texting me and saying, what should I buy now? What should I buy now? And the answer is just buy nothing. Don't, I mean, you want to take some profits because you need money to live, sell. But otherwise, don't sell because we're just starting. And so the hardest thing to do now is actually just to go on vacation and just not look at the prices. Because when you look at the prices, you're going to want to ape into things. You all want, you, I, can, I can feel it. I can feel it. You all want, you want, you want uh, calls. You want calls. You want the next DJ. The next DJ 100X is, you know, I'm the biggest DJ. I'm saying to you guys, chill. Right now, the market is overheated. Right now, you don't want to be buying stuff. You want to just enjoy the ride. I know it sounds like a crazy concept to you guys. I know it sounds like a crazy concept to you guys. But you need to just enjoy the ride. Enjoy what you planted. Enjoy the fruits of what you planted in the bear market and wait for some kind of, of pullback or some kind of correction. It's inevitable. You cannot tell me that you can have funding rates that look like this, 132%. I mean, imagine paying 168% a year to go long on Doge or 101% a year on Bybit, 101% a year. That is a third of a percent every single day. So on this position over here, which is a, let's quickly look at it. The position over here is a $1 million position. It's actually more. It's 12,000. It's about a $1.8 million position. $1.8 million. I'm paying one, I'm paying a third of a percent a day on $1.8 million. 1% is $18,000. Paying $6,000 a day in funding. $6,000 a day to hold that position. It's ludicrous, ludicrous. But as this guy says, he says, funding is disgusting at the moment, but that doesn't mean the price have to come down immediately. He says, I would happily pay 0.1% every eight hours if I'm making 5% for the day. And that's true. Like, it only becomes a problem when it becomes a problem and the prices start going down. And then what you realize, and by the way, if you don't know how to use the exchange, you can see here, even though I've made $609,000, I've paid $43,000 in funding. And the same thing with Rune. I've made $624,000. I've paid $100,000 in funding to hold those positions. That's what happens when you trade leverage. You're paying funding. There's nothing you can do about it. You, 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 you have to pay funding. Um, I need to start closing the short. Just, I need something to, to start closing the short. So what I'm, saying to, what I'm saying to you now is don't rush to buy. Be smarter than that. If you get itchy fingers to buy, I don't know, go play, do something else with your life. Because if you start looking to buy now, I think you're going to get a little bit wrecked. Because as I said yesterday on Twitter, I said, I'm almost willing to guarantee you that any token you buy today, you'll have an opportunity to buy cheaper in the future. So, I, you know, I want to tell you, like, buy this 100x gem and buy that 100x gem. But the truth is, it's not that time. It's not that show today. Today is just to position you. I mean, I did see this chart over here that says injectives about to break out. You'll see a lot of these charts. And, I mean, this, this was very interesting. Are we starting point is Ethereum's endgame? 
Ethereum 2.0 has been dedicated to compu computational sharding and storage sharding aiming to scale performance to 64 shards. Arweave, on the other hand, is inherently sharded with each application acting as an independent shard. Arweave is a vast data set with blah, blah, blah. Arweave's consensus data. He's basically saying that what Arweave have, have launched is actually what Ethereum want, want to be. So <clears throat> that is, uh, that's what he's saying. So that's what I'm saying. Right now, don't buy. Don't sell. Don't buy. Just enjoy, what, enjoy the fruit of what you planted. And I know you planted it because you've been watching. Because you've been watching. Anyway, um, I want to show you quickly how, I'm, how I made $5,000 or something along those lines. And I'll show you how I made $5,000 today. And, you know, at the same time, I'm going to plug in an amazing sponsor of ours. So the sponsor is actually CoinStats. And what is CoinStats? CoinStats allows you to see all your portfolios in one place. Your wallets and your exchanges <clears throat> all in one place. Now, if you want to sign up to CoinStats, there's a, there's a link below. You pay $7 for the first month and $80 for the year. One of the best tools that I've ever used. In fact, I use it all the time to see my portfolio. How did I make money? So I was preparing for the show. And in order to prepare for the show and show you the sponsor plug, what I need to do was log into my CoinStats account, which I haven't used, by the way, for a long... I haven't used this CoinStats account, the company CoinStats account, for a long time. Because I haven't had to show you guys the CoinStats promo. And then I plugged it in and I found $5,000. I mean, it's in, in South African currency at the moment, but I, I found 7.9 Solana, 0.2 ETH. This was like dust. You know, like what was seven Solana was $100. You, you think about it. Seven Solana, when Solana was like $13, it was $100. Okay, now that $100 is $1,000. How did I find it? Because I plugged in my coin stats. And it's linked up to all my wallets and all my centralized exchanges that, that are linked up on this computer. And what you can see is that I, I landed up finding money. So listen, I don't know. I think, I think if for no other reason, if, if maybe you don't even want to look at your portfolio every day, but just to make you remember where you've got tokens when the token actually starts running, that's a good enough reason to sign up to CoinStats. And if you want to sign up, there is a link here. There is a link here, by the way. And uh, what you can see... Here is that I, I landed so, up finding... Uh, shh. There is a link over here. Uh, CoinStats, just sign up. It also supports the channel we did and you get an amazing tool for like $8 a month. Also remember, if you want to win the Apple Vision Pro, we'll start giving them away again tomorrow. Uh, sign up with any one of our exchanges. Guys, we must put OKX in here. I keep asking you. Please put OKX in this for the, for the Apple Vision Pro. Sign up to any exchange. You can win Apple Vision Pro. Also, you can go to um, Banter Bubbles and you can actually stand a chance to win a full Bitcoin. Um, all you need to do, predict the price of Bitcoin on the 15th of May, 2024. If you are the winner uh, and you've got a crypto banter exchange account, you win yourself uh, a hundred, you win yourself a Bitcoin. Uh, lastly, before we go today, if you guys aren't using this feature, I want to guarantee you that this banter newsroom is not only the, the highest alpha uh, tool on the market, but it's also the most fun tool on the market. So you can see there's 40 researchers at banter. And we all sit here and chat all day and all night about our, our, our we, first we post all our alpha, but we also uh, chat about our positions and stuff like that. And you, you basically, you can have access. This is our internal research WhatsApp group, which is now posted onto the newsroom. So if you guys want to join that, just go and have a look at it. It's free uh, on Banter Bubbles. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Massive show tomorrow. I've got Suzu coming. We're doing a banter, a Friday banter with Suzu. And the guy's an absolute genius. Uh, no, no questions are out of bounds. Uh, I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.